Lunchtime Live with Andrea Gilligan on News Talk. Brought to you by Avant Money. Think you're getting the best value from your bank? Think again. Um, I did mention this this um, news today or this story about tenants, people looking for accommodation, maybe in house share or they're going in to live with an owner occupier of an apartment or a house or something. Um, tenants who have to work at home, maybe that's the current employment situation, and apparently being refused by some landlords advertising rental properties. And uh, Amy Malloy is the public affairs correspondent. She's been looking at this story in the Irish Independent. Amy, thanks for joining us in the programme today. Um, how frequent is this that tenants are being told, listen, you can't work from the kitchen table? I think it's something which has kind of definitely popped up a lot more over the last few months. Um, like yesterday, I just did a, a trawl of some of the adverts on daft.ie and I think I came across maybe 11, 12 adverts that said that, you know, if you're looking to work from home, this property isn't suitable for you. Um, some of the property descriptions didn't mention anything about remote working, so I actually contacted, I think, more than 30 landlords privately via email and about 10 of them got back to say, you know, this property won't be suitable for home working because I live there during the day or we don't have enough space or whatever. And then some of them got back to say, you know, that, that's completely fine. Um, but obviously during the pandemic, a lot of us had to, to retreat to our bedrooms or to our kitchens or to our spare room to work from home. So remote working before the COVID um, became a thing, you know, it wasn't really something that popped up. And, you know, we've seen kind of other restrictions being placed on tenants by landlords over the years. You know, we've seen people who've been renting out houses to students say you can only live here Monday to Friday. We've seen people have been told you can't have guests over, you can't have people staying overnight at the houses. So I suppose this is kind of just the latest contentious issue to hit house shares in the rental market in Ireland. Um, 1800-453-106 is the number to call if you're one of the people as Amy has just described there who's tried to get a rental property and these are the, the kind of things you, you've been hit with is it any different though Amy to asking tenants you know do you smoke do you have pets I don't want smokers I don't want pets in the house is asking do you work from home any different to that? I think like I suppose it's just I think it's something that kind of boils down to also the standard of accommodation available to rent in Ireland at the moment you know the stock of available rental homes is at an all-time low at the moment you know there are just 850 properties available to rent on daft compared to 3,600 this time last year Um, so I think it boils down to whether there might be a lack of space whether you know a lot of people are, are having to kind of resort to house shares with four or five other people because that's all, all that's available if you look on DAF now, like something like finding a single bedroom that you don't have to share with another tenant, it's a very rare thing. And then, you know, the prices of one bed apartments are ranging between 1000 and 2000 euro a month, which is crazy money. But I think it's just the latest kind of restrictions that, that tenants are being faced with. You know, as some of the adverts that came across were, were saying we don't want meat eaters, we don't want smokers, we don't want someone who's in a relationship. And it just seems, you know, especially when the landlord is actually the owner-occupier, that tenants are, are paying, you know, a lot of money to rent a room, but they're not being able to, to call this place a home or make it into their own home. They're kind of having to retreat to their bedroom. And, you know, even some of the adverts said, you can't use communal areas such as the sitting room. I think the Instagram page, Crazy House Prices, actually had a post up the other day which said, you know, the tenants renting the house weren't allowed in the kitchen past 9.30am. Um, so it's all just kind of a mixture of things, I think, you know, from the houses not being suitable because they're not really up to a high standard or because t- owner-occupiers just don't want people around during the day because they might be there themselves. 
Um, let me bring in as well, Amy, Paul, or sorry, apologies, Peter Dooley, who's the co-founder of the Dublin Renters Union. He's joining us as well um, on, on the line. Peter, how common is this situation, this picture that Amy has just painted? Yeah, thanks, Adrian. As, as Amy just outlined in her article, and it was good to, to put it, uh, a light on it because we've been dealing with a lot of people over the last couple of years in particular that have, uh, have, have been uh, subject to this. Like, because obviously we've seen rental properties, for instance, at an all-time low. I think today on that, there's 853 homes in Ireland to rent. And currently, more restrictions and more onerous restrictions are being paced, uh, put, painted and, and put towards tenants' lives in terms of, uh, we see the homeless figures increase and we saw the other pressures people are under quite high rent and lack of access to proper accommodation. But it, it ties to a bigger picture, a lack of regulation of the rental market in Ireland. And that's the bigger issue that we've been um, arguing about, that, that this sort of stuff is, is becoming um, so commonplace, like, you know, where it's just, it's absolutely just shocking that tenants are actually have to deal with all this sort of stuff. You find it hard enough to apply for 50, 60, 70 places without landlords getting back. And then if somebody does get back, uh, there's all these onerous restrictions are placed on people. For instance, as Amy outlined, and we've heard, I've heard even harsher stories than that, where people are told to, to vacate homes at, uh, at three o'clock on a Friday afternoon and don't come back until uh, early Monday morning. Uh, and like, this is their home. Like, you know, and the, the fact is, like, tenants are treated as second class citizens. And we need to, with more and more of the population now renting, up to 30% of the population mm-hmm. renting. And uh, licensees, for instance, aren't even uh, looked after, for instance, in terms of living with owner, owner occupiers under Residential Tenancies Act. So there's massive uh, scope there for just a mistreatment of people. Like, you know, people just want to live in a dignified home where they have security and they can live their lives, like, you know, rather than actually have all these, uh, uh, you know, absolutely onerous restrictions. Uh, there are, you know, really stuff that's so far-fetched, you couldn't make some of the stuff up. Like, you know, it's absolutely just uh, it's shocking, really, to see in this day and age that that would actually still happen. But is it not is it not a fair question though, Peter? Like if you're if you're the owner occupier of a house and you're you know you're you're struggling, the cost of living, the bills are increasing, and and you're thinking, do you know what I could do with a little bit of a hand paying the mortgage, paying the bills, I'm going to take somebody in. Is it not a fair question to ask them? Do you smoke? Do you have pets? And been able to turn around and say, do you know what? Actually, I don't smoke. I don't want the smell of smoke in the house. I, I don't, you know, afraid of dogs and cats. I don't want them in the house. Is that, is that well, not a fair question? Like, Well, that's obviously subject to, to people, for instance, in their homes and what they decide to do with their homes, for instance. So it's great. It's welcome that people are willing to rent rooms in their homes to the people in the first instance. But I mean, if they are going down that road, there should be proper regulations in place, for instance. Like if people are going into uh, house shares, so there's, there's proper regulations. As I said, under current legislation, they're, they're seen as licensees, which basically means that they could just be, just be told, given reasonable notice, verbally or by writing, to, to basically vacate, vacate the home, like for whatever reason. So it could be like really something that, that could be totally obscure, or it could be just somebody taking a personal maybe dislike to somebody that they could say, well, listen, you know, uh, good luck. But there has to be proper regulation and protections for people. Because we've said, well, I'll give you one case, for instance, there was a guy who was in his late 60s who was renting a room in a house with a landlord who only came back on the occasion uh, to, to live in the home and he, he said to him uh, listen I want you out next week and he ended up in, in emergency accommodation because he, he was living there for 20 years and the landlord just decided he wanted, he wanted him out for whatever reason you know um, so it was, it was nothing you know this, this sort of stuff can't continue when people are actually paying their rent they're doing everything right essentially mm-hmm. and then at the same time that um, there's no regulation around it so like you know you need proper regulation there is 14,000 euro per year uh, you know that's that, that owner record person take tax free so there should be some sort of responsibility on uh, if somebody takes somebody into their home that there's, there's a risk protections in place for, some, for, for people to 
to uh, to live there. And like you know, it's a basic. Nobody's looking to come in and actually, you know, go to the extreme ends of actually, you know, having parties on day and night and stuff. Like you know, it's just reasonable, dignified existence where you should be able to your house share and you should be able to use the kitchen whenever you want to use the kitchen. Like there should be any yeah. restrictions. Oh, no, I know. I I I, I, ex- yeah. I accept certain parts of that, but like. You know, if I was renting out a room now and something I've I've thought about doing, you know, in 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 recent weeks, like personally, I, I'd have no interest in in a smoker or or two or three yeah, dogs landing at the house. I'm just being straight with you. You know, I've no interest at all, and and it would be a question I'd be asking at the front door. I do, Amy, though, I've the other perspective until very recently of being that person in the house share uh, with three other people. Um, and like I know what is it's it's a question that's kind of raised its head in 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 recent uh, months during the pandemic, in particular, with people working from home because. There is a cost to working from home. And, you know, you could ask, is that something that, is that not a burden that should be just paid for and taken on by those that are actually working in the house? Because you will have heat on during the day, you'll have electricity, all of that stuff's going to be increasing. I mean, is that not something that those who are working from home, they should they should carry that burden? I think so. Like, looking from the landlord's perspective, I actually got onto the Irish Property Owners Association, which is an organisation representing private landlords. And this is something that they are concerned about. Like, you know, five people living in a house, you might have different personalities, different beliefs and people with kind of different attitudes and stuff. And that that is something that they believe can be um, an issue with house shares. You know, they're also saying, you know, working from home may disturb other people in the house who have a right to live normally and make normal lives or watch TV during the day if they're off work. Um, and also, like with utility bills, it's been well documented at this stage how, how costs are rising, electricity is going up, heating is going up. And in a house share, you normally divide the bills equally. But if you're a nurse working in the hospital three days a week and you're not at home, but you have someone who's working from home five days a week, they're, they're obviously using more electricity. They might have the heat on even yesterday. <laughs> in, at the end of June with the weather. I know, I know. <laughs> These are all um, common so- common things I, I remember well. You know, when if people want to take command of a certain room or they don't want people annoying them because they're on Zoom calls, like it's very difficult. Yeah, no, it is very difficult. And I think like like what you're saying about the no smokers and no pets, like they're kind of standard enough rules. But then you do come across the, the, the bizarre situations where people are saying, you know, you can't have people over to visit. You can't have guests. Um, like I remember in 2016, I wrote a story about a lady. She was renting out a house in Dublin and she gave the tenants a list of 108 rules that they had to abide by when living in the property. You know, some of them said, like, you have to shower at least once a day. Um, You can't have a person over unless I meet them a month in advance. And, you know, there is that kind of stuff popping up as well. You'd have less Um, in my joy. Yeah, exactly. But um, I think just the remote working thing, it is a contentious issue. And, you know, I, I even spoke to employment law solicitor Richard Grogan about this as well. And he said, you know, there is that kind of thing about insurance as well, yeah. where when you're insuring your house, it's residential property, it's not a workplace. And if you're working from home, if you have like a printer or a shredder in the house and someone gets injured, who's liable? Is it your employer? Is it your landlord? Like, you know, these are the kind of issues mm. that landlords are afraid I, about. I, I think this is going, it's going to be some crack, Amy, in a couple of months time. We're going to be on this show and I can just, I can see it happening with the insurance culture we have. You'll have some Egypt will put their hand into the, exactly as you said, they'll put their hand into the shredder and they'll be taking a claim then against the landlord of the apartment who wasn't even there because it's now a workplace or they'll be, you know, they'll be lodging a complaint <laughs> against the employer who's maybe in an entirely different county. Like I can just, I can totally understand why owner occupiers would have concerns about this. Yeah, no, 100%. But like at the other side of it then, you know, we're paying, like people are paying extortionate rents in Ireland at the moment. And 
I think in some cases landlords are happy to rent out the extra room, get that bit of, bit of much needed cash with the cost of living at the moment. But in certain cases, I think tenants are being kind of unnecessarily restricted. Um, but like just with the remote working, as I said earlier, it's just it's just a case of if you don't have a big house, if you don't have like, you know, a spare room or a spare office, it, it is kind of tricky because mm-hmm. you have people taking up kitchens, taking up sitting rooms and stuff like that. And it's something I think will... We'll see popping up as long as the hybrid and remote working model remains in place over the next while. Just finally, Peter, on that, on the hybrid working model, like some of the texts in on this, this listener says, does the use of rented property, yeah, here we go now, for working from home by tenants have insurance implications for the landlord. Bill is wondering, many apartment buildings have a clause in the lease forbidding the use of the apartment to generate financial reward, i.e. working from home. Like, are you concerned about that as somebody that's that's representing and part of those that are tenants and and renting like I mean are you concerned about have we got clarity on this as to people no, working from home absolutely not like you know as any of you said like so many people, people are working from home I was talking to a tenant last night who was living in the, in the, in the flat uh, with two other guys and he's in the street bed flat and he's um, he's working from home and two other people are working in local in retail outlets lucky enough to get their jobs back but I mean there's no uh, there's no proper clarity for instance uh, or proper proper essentially regulation and that's what you need you need to just have proper standard regulations for people and we know in Ireland that that regulation it seems to be the only the only time it's ever found is in a dictionary Andrea like it's never never really enforced like you know so we saw that through the Airbnb regulations we saw that with all the other stuff that's going on like it's shocking where you have 10 times more apartments to rent an Airbnb uh, entire homes and rent an Airbnb when you have homes for people in desperate accommodation which is an immediate supply you have a load of vacant homes around the city by, by another corporate landlord kept empty to keep the rents high you have all this like sort of crisis happening on the on the government's watch, and at the same time, there you know if somebody wants to, somebody to help, for instance, pay their mortgage and pay the younger increase, and they also have to pay to let somebody into their house. There has to be some sort of um, you know especially protections there in some way, shape, or form. Like okay. you know nobody you know I can understand the pressures people are under mm-hmm. to get somebody in, and like it sh- it should be fair and balanced, like not, know. not um, you know where it's actually fair and proportionate. But the big issue is it's really the way. Uh, tenants aren't treated properly in our society in fairness and, and there are solutions for the housing crisis that just won't be addressed okay. with um, you know, current government. Right. Peter Dooley, co-founder Dublin Renters Union, Amy Malloy, Public Affairs Correspondent with the Irish Independent. Thanks to you both for your time on the programme today. Um, if any of these things, as Amy pointed out, no smokers, no meat, no meat eaters, sorry, I should say. No pets, no visitors and no overnight guests. 53106, if these are the things that you've been told as a tenant. And look, you know, I would like to chat to the landlords as well, who maybe, not, well, maybe more so the owner-occupier, who has genuine concerns about their tenant, who they're sharing their apartment or their house with, working from home. Because I can, I can just imagine, like, there's going to be some case, I'll be reading about it in the Independent or the Irish Times some of these days in recent weeks, because there'll be some idiot who's at home at lunchtime making a coffee, they'll spill the coffee in themselves, and for next thing, it's a workplace accident. 53106. Lunchtime Live with Andrea Gilligan. Brought to you by Avant Money. Weekdays at midday on News Talk.